0: Welcome to the Pike Podcast. The Pike Podcast is here to inform and inspire your fraternal experience. Topics covered include leadership, how to improve chapter operations, and how to improve yourself. We'll break down some of our most dynamic resources, from entire areas of programming to specific tools and strategies, to deliver an in-depth, comprehensive look at the elements that make our chapters successful. You can find other episodes and show notes at pikes.org slash podcasts, or look for us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. You're listening to The Pike Podcast. My name is Jarrett Way, Director of Educational Content and Strategy with the Pi Kappa Alpha International Fraternity. And today I have on Chapter Consultant for the Sunshine and Magnolia region, Caleb Vanderlucht. Caleb, welcome on, man. Thank you very much for having me. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Absolutely. My name is Caleb Vanderlucht. As you said, I am the Chapter Consultant this year for our chapters in the Sunshine and Magnolia regions, which is Florida and Georgia. And I'm originally from Holland, Michigan. It is a a small town in West Michigan, and I was a 2014 fall initiate of our Zeta Lambda chapter at Adrian College, which is a small school in Southeast Michigan, and I joined staff this past June to serve as a chapter consultant.
0: And you just got off
1: the road, right? Just got off the road. I'm fresh off, been back in the office now for uh,
0: just about two weeks. Excellent. Well, we're happy to have you back. And I'm happy to have you here in the studio today to talk about campus involvement, which is an area of programming that typically isn't utilized the way that we would like to see it utilized by a lot of our chapters. So I just want to get into it and start off by hearing a little bit of your perspective of what you've seen just this past year in terms of campus involvement at the chapters that you visited. What is the perception of campus involvement currently?
1: Sure. So during my travels and Specifically speaking on campus involvement with a lot of these chapters, I think it's misunderstood as to why it's important or what it is we're trying to accomplish through our involvement on campus. Through my travels, I think a lot of our chapters they see on the CVA document, and from the international fraternity, we typically like to suggest 80% of involvement on campus. Right. And to chapters, they see that as checking a box. Whereas they're trying to get that level of involvement because they know that's what what we want out of them, what we like to see from them. And I think sometimes they just misunderstand what a powerful tool their involvement on campus can really be for their chapter.
0: Absolutely. And I, I think it's so important right now that we focus on shifting perspective when it comes to campus involvement, because in my opinion... This is one of the most dynamic areas of programming that we have when utilized correctly, similar to what you were just saying. So in this shift in perspective, we want to start thinking about campus involvement in terms of politics and in terms of strategy, and I'm not necessarily advocating for any house of cards type level of corruption or anything like that. But we certainly want to be strategic and intentional in placing men into these dynamic roles and these dynamic organizations on campus, because ultimately, that brings prestige back to our chapters of Pi Kappa Alpha and really benefits us across the board. Yeah, I would agree. So let's start from our baseline here, Caleb. For a chapter that maybe has no semblance of a campus involvement program, what's first for them?
1: I think first of all, you really have to identify where the chapter is at that point in time. I'm sure every chapter has men who are involved already in additional organizations on campus, and it just happens organically. Men are interested and they want to be involved, but it's not really being pushed for by the chapter. So first of all, I think the chapter has to identify where men are already involved on campus.
0: So we're identifying where men are already plugged in. There is a committee structure here, but it looks a little bit differently than maybe a scholarship committee or a public relations committee. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: With a campus involvement committee, we want to look for these men who are already plugged in, involved on campus and utilize them as our committee to help be a pipeline to encourage other members to get involved on campus whether it be in their organization or another organization that may be similar but still going back to what you said being strategic and making sure that we are joining these dynamic organizations that are really going to benefit our chapter
0: so it's a lot of documentation on the front end and throughout the programming for campus involvement because Initially, you have to know where you stand, like you said. So Mm -hmm. every chapter has a certain amount of men, ideally, involved on campus and, again, ideally, these dynamic organizations. So having that snapshot is a great way to get started. So building out that committee, just creating a picture of where you stand. So what about new members getting involved elsewhere on campus outside of the fraternity? What's your perception about that?
1: So I think that's a great question. And I think that's something that some of our chapters may overlook and not focus on. I think it's incredibly important to get new members involved on campus and involved in these outside organizations rather than having them just focus on the new member process and joining pike joining the chapter but instead pushing them to get involved on campus to act as that further resource for the chapter
0: right we have this conversation all the time and i really do think like you said it is a common misconception that new members should just be doing the new member experience I cut a podcast with our Director of Membership Development, Devin Teixeira, recently. We were talking about these key perspectives with this new membership development program over the the full fraternity experience and not just the new member experience. But we also talk about the smaller new member experience in the greater picture there and how this idea of being one is often misconstrued because these new members think that New membership is what their identity is and they become close with their class, but they should really be contributing to something greater and contributing to their own chapters, which ultimately pushes the needle for our fraternity overall. So getting them involved elsewhere on campus is almost crucial when it comes to a campus involvement program, Mm -hmm. especially if you have a large amount of new members, getting them started early these top organizations on campus and these these really dynamic roles in those organizations, they take time to get plugged in and you have to be able to cultivate that over the years. So starting them when they're new members just makes too much sense, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Couldn't have said it better.
0: So we keep talking about these major student organizations on our campuses, and I would argue that that's probably something that looks different at every single one of our host institutions. But there are certainly some types of organizations that ring true across the board as being one of those dynamic student organizations. So in your perspective, Caleb, what would you say those are? Yeah. So
1: I think, first of all, we look at one organization that a majority, if not all of our chapters are involved in one way or another, and that's the Interfraternity Council. Right. One that all of our chapters are involved in and are dealing with almost on a daily basis.
0: And that makes too much sense, again, for chapters to be involved in their IFCs. That's how you affect change within your own Greek systems. If there's something that you don't like, rather than sitting on the sidelines, get involved. And that's the first place you want to do it. Absolutely. That's a great place to get your
1: voice heard, to offer opinions, offer suggestions. And just like you said, be a part of that change for shaping the Greek community and the Greek culture at our individual campuses. And the IFC is a great way to do that. Agreed. What else? So secondly, I would talk about the student government that's another great place, like you said, to offer change. And, you know, this is going further than just the the Greek community, but this is your entire campus community and the student body and having that voice and being a leader on campus and being a part of that change. Uh, and lastly, I would just I would probably say varsity athletics, varsity athletics, club athletics, uh, any sort of sports team or sports affiliated organization on campus is another great way to get involved, be seen on campus, be known on campus, and have that type of impact.
0: And you have some personal experience with this, right, Caleb? You played varsity football at Adrian.
1: I did, yes. I played varsity football for
0: four years. So in terms clubs. of campus involvement, what's your perspective there, especially for having been a varsity athlete, how did that benefit your chapter of Pi Kappa Alpha? Absolutely.
1: Uh honestly when I first I, I went to school to play football and the fraternity was almost a second thought. And I was really nervous that I wouldn't be able to handle both. And I quickly found out that I didn't have a problem with that. And it, it had a huge impact on me, you know, personally, just being involved in other areas of campus. I wasn't confined to one group of friends or one area of campus. I was really able to reach out, meet an entirely new group of people that I probably wouldn't have met. If I would have stayed with just the football team or just in the fraternity and just through that involvement in the uh, on the football team, I was able to actually make friends and even recruit some more guys to come and be a part of Pike right. simply just from being involved and making friends and being seen.
0: You were a great face on campus being involved in varsity football and that brought men to your organization and I think that's a very similar conversation to be had about these other organizations that you just talked about. So we've talked about these really dynamic organizations, but what about the ones that we might not always think about that are probably just as dynamic? Absolutely.
1: Professional fraternities. I think they get overlooked far too often. I know personally, I overlooked them myself when I was in college because I thought I'm already in a fraternity. Why would I need to go join a professional fraternity? But a professional fraternity, whether it be A Greek organization or it could even be something like an honor society right those type of organizations offer that personal professional development very similar to what Pike is trying to do and it gives us a new aspect it gives us a new pool of 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 students to possibly recruit from while also benefiting the chapter itself just by being involved in these organizations anything else Uh, one that comes to mind that I immediately think about is orientation leaders orientation leaders resident hall assistants, Absolutely. these are typically the first face incoming freshmen will see when they come to campus. I know my orientation leader, when I went to Adrian College, he was an SAE. And I was very interested in SAE after touring campus with my orientation leader. But that just goes to show the power that these organizations have on campus as being that first face incoming freshmen see, as being that first student representation and having that first interaction with incoming freshmen, if they meet a pike through their orientation group or through that orientation week, if they make that good first impression on the incoming freshman student, that's what that student is going to perceive the entire campus to be. They think, okay, this is what the students are like here. And if that individual is a pike, they're going to say, this is what Pike is here, and that can have a huge impact
0: on those students. Yeah. And just like you had your own personal story about SAE, I don't think I ever would have went Pike if my orientation leader wasn't Greek and knew a lot of pikes. But more importantly, we have freshman camp, which a lot of a lot of universities have their freshman camp and their freshman camp leaders. Both of the leaders who stayed in my cabin with me were both pikes and they weren't allowed to talk about it. But when you get on campus, you start to see them on campus and the other things that they're involved in in terms of campus involvement. I knew they were Pikes, but they were also involved in SGA. One of them was the student government president. The other one ended up becoming the student government president. So I knew that they were really plugged in. They were really dynamic men, and I wanted to be a part of that experience. And that's the only reason why I went Pike, and I did not look back. So closing out this conversation of campus involvement on our campus and shifting the perspective, one thing that we always talk about, even in our current perception of campus involvement, it's this documentation piece. So can you tell me a little bit about that, Caleb? I think documentation
1: is, again, it's a really important aspect to every program, but specifically to campus involvement. Documentation, it can be something as easy and as simple as an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, Utilizing that document simply to paint the picture of the chapter to understand where are we involved on campus? Where are our members already involved and plugged in? But more importantly, where are we not plugged in? Where are these organizations that we don't have a lot of members involved, and where do we not have our face seen? And I think that's incredibly important, you know, as we transition each year to consistently improve the program and become more and more involved on our campuses.
0: Right, and like I said earlier, it goes hand-in-hand with that committee structure that we talked about, creating these pipelines. We always have to have a snapshot of, just like you said, where we're involved on campus, but more importantly, where we're not involved on campus. So where we are already involved, we want to know can we get more men in that organization can we get them into higher ranking positions and for the organizations that we're not involved in we want to start to organize around that and again be strategic these men are bringing these opportunities back to the chapter so we're creating these pipelines we have everything documented so it can just be turned over year to year so we're not reinventing the wheel getting lost in the snapshot of who's involved where and we're creating a well-rolled machine when it comes to campus involvement and that's what we want to see moving forward from our chapters mm, absolutely Caleb, that's our show for today, man. It's short and sweet. Campus involvement, we need to have a new perspective. We need to start shifting into something that's more strategic. And I think once we get there with the bulk of our chapters, we will start to really move the needle when it comes to campus involvement and bringing dynamic organization into other organizations on campus, which again, yields some really great results. Thanks so much for coming on, man. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Pike podcast. You can check out other episodes and show notes as well as resource links discussed at wwwpikeorg podcast. As always, it's a great day to be a Pike and we'll see you next time.